This episode is brought to you by Premier Ridge Capital. Your path to financial freedom and stability through multifamily syndications begins with Premier Ridge Capital. Visit our website at www.premierridgecapital.com and sign up for our newsletter and get your free ebook today. Learn the secrets of multifamily investing and how Premier Ridge Capital can be your partner in achieving financial peace of mind. Hey guys, welcome to Latinos in Real Estate Investing Podcast, a show that helps people create financial freedom through real estate investing. I'm your host, Martin Perdomo, a real estate investor and entrepreneur with over 15 years of experience. And I'm here with my business partner as co-host today, Dr. Danielle Van der Linden. Doc, say hi. Hi. So Such Danielle, a fun time. Yes, yes, yes. Danielle has over 15 years as well as experience as an entrepreneur. She owns two medical practices and she's an investor with me. We own a bunch of multifamily properties together. And in today's episode, we actually invited Ray Zhang and Ray talked all about land flipping. I mean, I, I learned a ton, Danielle. Was that an amazing interview or what? Yeah, I mean, such a niche uh, market of investing. I wasn't really even fully aware of, but learned a lot of cool things. Ray has a lot of great experience. Yes, yes. He shared a lot of really cool things. I mean, he shared some stuff about market selection. You asked him some great questions on market selection how it works, who he buys it from. He shared about his story, sleeping in the car. We talked about mindset. We talked about so many different things in this episode. Such an enlightening episode. Um, and I had a lot of fun. So make sure you you guys stay to the end. And uh, for more tips on how to become financially free through real estate investing, make sure you follow me on social media, Martin Perdomo, the elite strategist on Instagram and Facebook. And of course, on our YouTube channel, make sure you sign up for our newsletters and the address for those things is in the show notes. Okay, so let's get right into it and we'll see you at the end. I have Ray today here. Ray Zhang is originally migrated from China to further his studies here in the US, but due to financial struggles, he later found himself homeless living in his car. But through his eagerness, he found success in car deals. His continued chase for success rewarded him with real estate knowledge, particularly land property. He pursued the niche and earned himself land property deals while remotely penciling it out with just one person and his team. Since acquiring such feats, he has been motivated and committed to sharing his knowledge as a land property coach. So that's pretty awesome, man. Welcome, Ray. Doc, welcome. Welcome, both of you. And um, Ray, why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself and how you got started in real estate? Yeah, thank you, Martin, for inviting me. And uh, this your show is awesome. You have uh, very good listeners. Uh, so yeah, so I started uh, real estate about 10 years ago, uh, about nine years ago, but I have been trying for a long, long time and it wouldn't work because I was in Hawaii. I tried uh, wholesaling houses and virtual wholesaling houses in the mainland and uh, it would just sell a little bit hard for me. But, but uh, you know, as a beginner, you want to get some confidence, right? But when I start send mails in Hawaii, just, uh, you know, very few people call me back. So I got discouraged and uh, I just try different things. But, uh, you know, it's easy to say, but I was six years into trying without very good results. So I spent over 200000 uh on seminars, fly fee, and mentorship, you know, you name it. But nothing really seemed to work. And then uh, about four years ago, I started to land, and that's when everything started to change. 
You said you spent $200,000 in seminars. I know my team and I did a little research on you, and I know that last year you made 900000 flipping land, and uh, that's so impressive. What's the correlation in the investment that you've made in yourself and going to a $900,000 in net income in your business? So first of all, you know we are a Tony Robbins fan, and he always mm-hmm. talks about uh, the success is 80% uh, psychology and 20% mechanic. So that's when we want to get our mind right first, right? And when our mind is right, nothing is impossible. So um, if I think back, would that 200000 was a waste or, or not? Because I was investing in houses, flipping, but it doesn't have any correlation between that and my land, right? But if you look at the service, there couldn't be any relationship. But in the deep down, everything is related. Because right now, the method I'm using to flip land is pretty much what I learned back then to try to flip houses. So, you know, Steve Jobs created a phenomenal iPhone and the character inside he designed was something he learned in his college. So he never thought about in his college, someday he will invent the greatest phone ever, iPhone. But he, he took that class because he loved it. And right now, he applied that characters to the new iPhone we are using. So everything is connected. Whatever you learn, even that's not going to be your profession in the next few years, it will help you out for sure. I think you're right. Just investing in yourself is a huge part of success for people who achieve at this level. Um, and on the front end, you can't always see it. So I, I love that you put such a value in that. I, I wanted to go back. You said you you first came to the U.S. and you, you were in Hawaii. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, okay. And where are you still there? No, I, I moved to Florida because Hawaii is not oh. beautiful at all. when you came here you lived in your car for a little bit right for about three months yeah So, so for about three months you lived in your car i know what that's like tell us about that right here you are an immigrant from china probably didn't speak the language very well there wasn't fluent didn't know doesn't know this system come here you're a student, you're struggling, you're sleeping in your car to today. So uh, Tony Robbins talked about there's two motives we, we do things, right? So one of them is pursue for pleasure or happiness, or we are trying to avoid the pain. So I think I was experiencing both of them because uh, I had a, a very good vision. I want to be somebody uh, when I was in the car. Uh, that's a pursuit for pleasure or happiness. But at the same time, the pain of living in the car really motivated me more, I guess. And uh, what make the case worse is uh, I was sleeping in the car in the campus uh, in school, and then the alternator broke down. So I couldn't even move Mm. uh, with the car. So I had to just sleep in the car. Um, I cannot turn it on. And of course, Hawaii is not that cold, right? So... Uh, but that that just motivated me to do anything I could to make it happen. So I remember I go to Craigslist and uh, go to find the free stuff, right? And there's a free section in Craigslist. Mm-hmm. I would go there and see what people have. And uh, they have microwave. And sometimes I drive around for mattress and see if, if people have mattresses. And then I'll grab those and sell it back on Facebook market. So, you know, I just have to make it whatever happens. And uh, then I got enough uh, food to eat, and then I started to flip cars, and that's when you know I can at least afford to uh, to live in a house. That's amazing, man! That grind, that hustle, that hustle, that's that amazing. desire. 
to want to get better. I want to talk about your land flipping business. I want to get into real yeah. estate. I want to, I want to get into that. Tell us about that. I don't know nothing about land flipping. I, yeah. I, I know nothing and I'm going to, I'm willing to bet that probably most of, of my listeners are the same. They don't know much. Tell us about that. What is land flipping? How does it work? What's the process? How'd you get started? Uh, so land flipping is really like uh, about 10 years or 20 years about houses, right? Nobody really know about how to flip a house and how to wholesale a house. But right now, everybody knows how to flip a house. But land is a very untouchable uh, area right now. Very few people know how to flip it because nobody, even the landowner, don't know how much the land is worth. Mm -hmm. So that's when we can come in and uh, because uh, builder, when they build a house, they have to have a land. So, but the builder knows the value of the land. Uh, we buy the land from the people who don't know how much their land is worth. And then we sell it back to the builders. Do you buy them? Uh, do you buy them on the MLS? Where do you find the land, the, these lands on the MLS basically? Or do you find no, them? I, I never buy from the market. So okay. no, 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 no MLS. Yeah. Just uh, buy from the private landowners. And uh, plus, uh, first thing, they don't know the value of the land. And second thing uh, is people sometimes do not have any emotion attached to their land. Sometimes even hate their land for some reason. Uh, because uh, think about houses. If you have a house, you have good memory there. Maybe you and your wife and your kids live there. And uh, many years you have memories, right? So there's very rare case someone will sell their house for 30, 40 cents on the dollar. But with land, as you imagine you live in New York and uh, 10 years ago you bought the land in Florida thinking someday you will go there to for retirement. But uh, guess what you find out after the ownership? The, the land start to grow on trees and start to go, grow on weeds. And uh, you don't have time to go back to Florida to, to trim it, right? So the city start to give you fines and tickets and uh, give you a lien. And you have to pay yearly taxes. So they, they were like, you know, I really want to get rid of this. I got two land for free this year. Whoa. Can you imagine that? Tell me that process. How does that process go? So uh, the first step is market selection. We have to choose a market that really have uh, a potential to sell you land pretty fast. So my uh, requirement is in the past three months, um, there has to be in the same county, there has to be at least 40 land sold, no matter what. Uh, better to be 100, but 40 is the minimum. Uh, so market selection is important. After you choose a market, we may start to make offers. We make our offer price based on the sold price. So if uh, some land nearby sold for 10,000, we'll offer about uh, 40 to 55% based on the market. If it is a hot market, we offer more to about 50%. So we offer about half of the sold price. So that's uh, already very safe if you have a deal, right? Because uh, you can, you know, if you have a deal, you can sell it double. And uh, so then when the offer comes back, we don't just buy it right there. We, we have a second layer of safety, which is negotiation. Mm -hmm. So we negotiate again based on the offer price so that we can get the killing best deal ever. And then when we buy it, we sell it back on the MLS. So that's how the whole process works, right? And as far as the two free land I got, I send them an offer. One is for 5000 and the other is 8000 So that it, the owner just told me, I don't want 8000 at all. Just get get out of my name. Mm. I was like, wow. let, let me let me do that for you. <laughs> so I was, I was curious about like, 
I guess it would be considered like a buy box that you have for land. Like, are you, you know, what kind of market are, is optimal for your strategy? Um, is this, is it raw land? What size land? Mm. Um, I guess I'm curious if you kind of created some kind of buy box that you found makes the most sense for your investment strategy when it comes to acquiring land. Yeah. So uh, we do we buy all over the place, uh, you know, west side, east side. And uh, east side, the land tend to be a little bit smaller. Uh, you know, we buy only when you, say, about, when you say east side, you mean east side of Florida or east coast of the country? East coast. East coast. East coast. Yeah. So you, New York, New yeah. Jersey, Pennsylvania, yeah. east coast over here. Okay, got it. And uh, I buy in the major growing city, uh, but 30 to 90 minutes from the major growing city. I call it the donut strategy, right? So in the, inside the donut strategy has nothing. That's the major growing city. We don't invest there because it's too comp- competitive. But we invest in the donut, which is surrounding the major growing city. And uh, we make sure that they have... Uh, the county has more than 40 sold. And uh, if uh, there's some sold activity there, and we're good to go. How are you finding that land flipping is going in the marketplace as we are today? Uh, it does slow down a little bit. Uh, I used to have a land on the market. And after like in less than a week, I got multiple offers. So that's how fast it could sell before. Uh, but no is uh, because we buy it based on the sold price. It's, re- it's really recession-proof, if you think about it. Because if there's activity happening, you know, even in the recession, there's buying and selling, right? So yes. if there's a selling if there's a selling activity, there's sold price. So we make our offer based on the sold price. So if everything declines, our offer declines as well. So we make offer based on the sold price. And secondly, um, because we buy it in such a low price, we can market our land for the cheapest one in the whole entire county or mm-hmm. the entire subdivision. So when, when there it will be another sold activity, guess who will that be, right? Because we are the lowest in the mm-hmm. whole subdivision. Is this uh, typically more raw land or or more infill land? Would you say infill? Yeah, only infill. Okay. Only infill. Yeah. Okay. What's That's the difference? What's the difference with raw land and infill land? Infill house is more like uh, you drive around and you see a whole bunch of houses, and then you see a land in between. Okay. The houses. Okay. That's a that's infill house. So raw land is super far from the city and it's just uh, in the middle of nowhere, kind of. Ray, what about um, sizing? Do you have an average sizing that makes sense for you? Let's take a quick break. Before we dive back into our conversation, let me share something truly transformative with you. Picture this. I've personally created wealth through real estate investing, and now I want to show you exactly how I did it. Introducing the 60-Day Deal Finder, the game-changing online course designed to revolutionize your approach to real estate investing. In this dynamic program, you'll learn battle-tested strategies to uncover high-yielding opportunities, insider tips on negotiating and confidently closing deals, a step-by-step roadmap to help you build your real estate empire in just 60 days. And here's the kicker. I'll be revealing the exact methods that help me create wealth through real estate. But that's not all. Enroll today and get an exclusive deal just for our podcast listeners. 
Use the coupon code WEALTHYAF at checkout and get 20% off your purchase. Stop dreaming and start doing. Your journey to financial freedom begins with the 60-Day Deal Finder course. Head over to martinreimastery.com. That's martinreimastery.com. And let's build wealth together. So on the East Coast, like Florida, Texas, I tend to stay under two acres. And uh, on the West side, you know, Colorado, Arizona, those land tend to be bigger. So, you know, I don't have a size on the on that side. What on average do you see? I don't know if you've done run these calculations, like what kind of days of hold are you experiencing from acquisition, you know, basically to flip? How many days are you holding that on average, would you say? Uh, I would say average about 60 to 90 days right now. Uh, it's uh, definitely longer right now, um, but we are buying like crazy. Uh, so I don't really care uh, because I there's so it. many things to sell. But it used to be like super quick. Like you get, you get the land, get offering a week. There's no staging. Wow. There's no cleaning. There's no nothing. You buy it, you close, you get your realtor, your realtor list is the next day. It's on the market. I, it's freaking brilliant. Yeah, I don't. I don't even pay the property taxes. I just let it delinquent. So if someone buy it, you know, you pay for it. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. So who often most commonly is your end buyer? Is it like a retail buyer or is it a builder? Typically both. And, and are you using an agent for sale, or are you kind of going direct to your buyer? Yeah, so I do use an agent, and that agent have to sell some land in the land that I have nearby. So that's when when I first find the agent, I make sure that uh, that agent already sold some land. So that's the first requirement. So about sixty percent of, of them will be uh, builders. Uh, so they they buy the land to build a house, um, and uh, some of them are people want to make sure they have an investment uh, after retirement. And some people just want to buy for appreciation. So, uh, but majority of them are, are right, builders. Right. How does a person that's listening to this episode right now become you? But what's the first thing you tell someone? Like, hey, man, this is the first thing you have to do. I, I mean, in short, just be tough as Martin, right? So, <laughs> I, so I would say uh, a consistent action will give you some results. Sometimes the action will be super boring, like the morning rituals. Every day you read and uh, you exercise, you do uh, some planning. So that's a boring. I mean, of course, it's uh, very exciting to do the first day, but it's not very easy to do when you're like half a year later, later still do the same thing, right? So just doing, make sure you're doing that boring stuff consistently. And another thing is I want to talk about faith. And uh, I shared this story on my Instagram the other day. So um, a lot of people want to see money right away. Uh, that's why that's why they have a job, right? So how much are you going to pay me for this job? I'm going to do that after you tell me the number, right? So that's why a lot of people are stuck because they don't have faith to wait for the money to come later. And uh, the first rule of money, uh, if you read the Rich Dad Poor Dad, is that rich people do not work for money. But what do they work for? They work for a result, for a vision that they take consistent actions. And uh, they don't see the money at first. I mean, for land, you have to mail a lot of mailers every single month, right? So are you going to see the money when you do the mailing? No way. I mean, how much, how do I know which that, how much that money I'm going to take back after I mailed 
this whole bunch of mailers. So you just have to do the things that you don't see, but you know is right. How do you know is right, right? So that's when we need to find a mentor who have the results and he tell you exactly what the right action is, right? So for example, Tony Robbins will tell you what to do and you just do that. And even though you don't see the results right away, you just believe that you keep doing that, you have some results at the end. And I'm reading a book uh, this morning and this guy, it's called Never, Never Finished and he's an ex-Navy SEAL. Is a uh, David Goggles, uh, Goggins, and this yeah. guy is kind of crazy. This guy is kind of crazy. He he liked to run, and he ran to a point that his bone broke. He's still running, Yikes. right? He has to finish, you know, no matter what. So that's the kind of mindset you need to become successful. I mean, uh, there's always something so shiny that it's uh, you know it's called shiny object syndrome, right? So. You, you do something and there's always something better, faster, can bring you more money. So that's a, that's a common thing, but you just have to stick to whatever you have and until the, the tax finish. What is Ray's morning ritual, right? I want to hear your morning ritual, Ray. What, what do you do when you wake up? What time do you wake up? What, what, is that, what does that look like for you? Uh, I have a morning ritual and a night ritual. So in the morning, uh, first of all, when I, the minute I wake up, I instantly go into a, a grateful mind mindset. Mm-hmm. So I will count in what I'm grateful for and what's my vision. And that's the first thing I do when I wake up. And the second thing I will keep reading, I'll read about uh, 15 or 20, uh, 20 books, about four pages on each. So that's an hour there already. And uh, I read all those books. Um, there are a couple books that I read com- uh, repeatedly, Think and Grow Rich, uh, The Science of Getting Rich, there is another one called the Master Key System. So that three books I read consistently and uh, repeatedly, even I finish one time. And then there's a couple other books about uh, real estate, about mindset too. After I read, I would just start working, you know, and I work until about noon time. So at night, uh, before I go to sleep, I would read again and do some planning. And what's the planning is it just we include whatever you have to do tomorrow. Right. And before I go to sleep, uh, when you are in the daisy kind of confused uh, state, that's the best time to talk to your subconscious mind. If you mm. don't don't believe that that really works and, uh, you know, you keep your heartbeat beats. Right. And uh, so you how do you talk to your subconscious mind? Because that is that, that is the best time to talk, talk with it. Um, so you just tell your subconscious mind, you command your subconscious mind, you you have this vision and you're grateful for that vision. So whatever you have, let's say you have a vision of making a hundred thousand per month and you just tell yourself, I'm super grateful that I made a hundred thousand dollar per month right now. Mm. So you kind of make a past tense, but you're grateful for the future, right? So you don't say, I'm grateful for, for I will make something, something. No, that's too late, right? you, You don't want to, make something in the future, but you, you already make it in the past. I don't know if that makes sense. But. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, yeah, I, I, there's a lot here and, you know, it's just so exciting to connect with other um, people who are out like creating in the world. And, you know, I think that you are, you do coaching as well. And I'm sure that's a way to give back. And yeah, I'm curious about, um, you know, what, what, what's it all for? What's the future? You know, what's the big, 
you know, that hairy, audacious goal, so to speak, like what's the future, what's the impact? Um, Yeah. If you could just, you know, kind of open-ended, you know, touch on that, like what's it all for? What do you love about what you're doing? Um, I think in the end for many of us feeling like we're making a difference or contributing, um, you know, having, you know, building wealth is great. And then we want to do that check number one. And then as you do that, then what? So curious what your thoughts are about that. Yeah, so uh, there are so many counties or markets for land. So there's no way I do, can do it myself. So that's when I try to, you know, coach people. And to coach people is really awesome feeling. And sometimes you get the sense of accomplishment, right? So uh, you help people along the way. And also uh, you kind of know your system better. Uh, so um, I have uh, talked to a very wise man. And he told me uh, the best way to learn is to teach. So it's, uh, it's also very good for myself so I can get the system so clear that, you know, I know what's, what's exactly going on with myself, right? And also it, your system, I mean, your, your uh, students will, of course, bring you a lot of different deals. So that, uh, that can make a lot of revenue as well. I love it. The best way to learn is to teach. Repetition is the mother of retention. Rings a bell, guys. Right? <laughs> so, listen, we're going to go into the untitled round. And, Ray, we just we like to have fun here, right? We're going to ask you a series of questions. I'm going to ask you a question. You don't have to think. You don't have to give it any thought. You just answer whatever comes to mind. Yeah? You're going to play full out with us? Of course. Awesome. All right. So, we're going to go right into it. Okay? So, so I'm going to ask you the first question. Danielle's going to ask you the next one. And, we just, and it's not questions. Sometimes it's just finishing the statement. You got to go quick. You don't You don't have to think. You don't, You just give it to us. Okay, I'm going to go first. And here it goes. Real estate is? It's land investing. <laughs> Beautiful. Go, Doc. My dream car is a? Ferrari. I'm forever grateful for? Uh, for my coaches and family. Money is? A tool that you can live uh, freely. I always wanted to travel to? Uh, Europe. Growth or security? Growth. Chinese food or American food? Oh, no way, China, American food. So Chinese. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Big family or small family? Big. Smartest person in the world or richest person in the world? Uh, uh, richest, of course. Joe McCall or Tom Crawl? Those are those are his mentors, by the way, for oh. to give context to That's the hard. to the audience. I know That's we hard. really put him uh, on the spot there. Yeah, I'm sorry, Joe. So Tom, <laughs> Tom is uh, plays a big role in my life, and uh, I remember I was homeless and laying on the bench. I was hearing people talk about Tom Crow, and he's talking right. So he played a big role in my life. Outstanding. You know, we have people that come in our lives that really have a major impact. All all of us here on this on this podcast have had those thank you sir for being here and, and playing full out with us we're really grateful for that we like to have fun and if the audience wanted to get a hold of you so if there's someone out there listening and they're like hey i really would love for ray to uh, teach me i like to learn that land thing it's a it's a niche and how do people do that how do people get a hold of you ray yeah definitely so you can always reach me on my instagram instagram is uh virtual flip land one word so V-I-R-T-U-A-L, Flipland. Outstanding. So people just can inbox you there, follow you there, connect with you there, and um, reach out to you there if they want to get some coaching or have further conversation with you, correct? Absolutely. Outstanding. Perfect. Doc, thank you for being an amazing co-host today. Ray, thank you. And uh, thank you, Doc. we look forward to having you 
hopefully back on the on, on this podcast soon. Thank you, brother. Really appreciate you. Thank you, Marty. Thank you, Ray. Thank you and that wraps up another episode of Wealthy AF brought to you by Premier Ridge Capital, where multifamily real estate syndications meet premier success. Your future starts here. Visit us at premierridgecapital.com for more details.